Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore. Welcome to Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, and our fantastical co-host, Michelle Johnson. We are truly excited tonight. We are truly excited tonight. We've been busy. The devil's been busy. You know, we've been busy all day long, running to and fro, but we are excited tonight because tonight, we are celebrating two years on the air with Blog Talk Radio. We, a couple months ago, we did our 100th episode. Tonight, we are celebrating two years of Man in the Mirror on um, Blog Talk Radio. And I'm just excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't, whatever goes on, I'm just truly excited about it tonight. I want you guys just to tune in tonight. Calling at eight eight one seven. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one. Nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one. Or log into www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in dash the mirror and join us and help us celebrate. Let's talk about some of the old shows. Talk about some of the new shows. Talk about some of the uh, upcoming shows, but we are celebrating tonight. Our actual anniversary is on the 17th, two years ago on October 17th, 2014, we launched Man in the Mirror. So I'm truly excited again. Um, the devil's been busy all day running around trying to, you know, take care of things. But again, you know, come join us. Have a good time with us. You know, talk to us. Tell us what's going on in your life. You know, help us out um, on the air tonight about the show. We truly love you guys. We, you know, we thank you guys for all those who have been listening. But come, you know, tune in and help us out tonight. And with that said, I'm going to actually open up in prayer. Um, dear Gracious and Heavenly Father, we bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for our lying down last night, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for our upcoming to a day that we've never seen before, Lord. We thank you and praise you for everything that you've done in our life, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for giving us this ministry, Lord, a man in the mirror, Lord. You know, real people, real stories, real overcomers, Lord. We just want you to know that we're just following you, Lord. We're unscripted tonight, Lord, but that's okay, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the people who have, you know, been on our show, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the show as being a true trooper and being a co-host, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for this show, Lord. We ask you just to truly bless us tonight as we are celebrating two years, Lord. Two years just, you know, in the trenches. Two years showing, you know, know, that we got true grit, Lord. Showing that we don't give up regardless of what the devil. Satan, you are a liar and the truth is not in you, Lord. We will never bow down and give you all glory, honor, and praise. We ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. And amen. And again, I just want to thank you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight, for all those who are coming in, all those things about coming on. We are just having a fabulous time tonight. Wow, I can't believe that two years ago we had our first show, Man in the Mirror, the show on the 17th of October, 2014. To tell you the truth, I never knew, you know, that I guys that I'd be doing this. If you would have asked me if I would do my own show after writing my book, I probably would have said no. But after my first interview on Healing Through Hurt with our, our favorite friend, C. Maria Wall, about my book, Rediscovering Kai, for some reason, the Lord led me to have have more interviews about my book. And then he said, it's time to do your own show. Now, on the show, you know I didn't want to do it. Mm-mm. Did I want to do it? No. That wasn't why I wrote the book. The book was to help people who have messed up in life like I did, and need to find their way back to him, our Lord Jesus Christ and Savior. Well, here we are now, Michelle, celebrating two years, and over 100 episodes later, and guess what, folks? We have a cake tonight, too. Yay! So, with that said, yes, it's been a busy day. I know, you, you know, I know you've had a long day, I've had a long day, but we are here. We are here to continue doing the God's, God's work. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, it's not easy, you know, producing your own show because many times you're going through, many times the devil tries to knock us, knock me down, knock her down. Things are going on there in the shelf life. Things are going on in my life. But, you know, my favorite verse is Psalms 34, 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually on my lips. And I live that verse. I definitely have to live that verse because you never, we never know what is going to go down. Satan is truly busy, so we never know what is going to happen. You know, when you're, you know, when you live this life right now, and when you're trying to do um, God's work, you never know what is going to happen because the devil is always, you know, he's he's going around like Ron like and seeking those he can devour. So just because just because we're here doing this show, that don't mean that he's going to leave us alone. Because nine times out of ten, he's he's not. Nine times out of ten, he's not going to leave us alone. You know, because he he wants to see, he wants us to fall. He wants you to fall. But again, that's not going to happen. That is definitely not going to happen. So in the show, why you know why why we're you know doing it? Give, tell me one of the shows that you that you thought was very interesting. You know, since we're talking about two years of doing this. Well, first of all, excuse my background noise to the listening audience. I'm actually in in route to my uh, docking location. <laughs> but, uh, and I think everyone, especially who whoever's been listening the last few months, they kind of know what my favorite show is because I have quoted things from this show probably about 20 or 30 times, and that is actually the show that uh, the pastor, Bill Jenkins, was on. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was one of my favorites, and I just got so many tidbits and nuggets and and so much inspiration from that particular show, um, talking about, you know, church and the role of the church and how the church can be 
um, if you, if for lack of a better word, like the church of the day, to engage the community and the people on a on a a better level and um, have more success with it. And and that was one of the big things. But then he even went off into some personal things like marriage, and he didn't even know why he was going. Well, he said, I don't, I don't even know why, but the Lord knew why he was going to all these different places and these different things he was bringing out. But that show just really blessed my, my soul. It really, really did. Excellent. I, re- I really like that show, too, because he was, I wasn't, I was, I'll be honest, folks, I was skeptical because they contacted me, and I'm like, okay, do I know these people? And they're in Indianapolis. So the Lord always tells us to be, you know, prudent with, you know, with who we have on our show, and you, know, you got to have discernment. That's what I'm looking for. So, but I, you know, I followed the call and followed what the Lord told me to do, and I actually called and asked, what, you know, what, again, would he be on the show? And, you know, he and I admired him. I enjoyed everything he was talking about because here in Baltimore we think that, um, we're the only ones who are going through something in this, you know, United States of America. But basically, when you talk to someone in another state, you find out that they're going through the same exact things, or even worse than what we are doing over here in Baltimore. So, you know, he was truly a blessing, even as you said in the show when he talked about marriage. You know, he talked about everything. And that was truly a blessing to me. And, yeah, that was a good show. And one of my um, best shows of all times is, you know, when we get a, get a chance to sit down and talk to C. Maria Wall, you know, when we talk to her about the Valentine's show, because those are some interesting shows. We've had her on two years in a row. And to me, those are some actually interesting shows because, you know, everybody thinks love and romance is easy, especially around Valentine's. You know, love and romance is not easy because everybody decides. There's two things that are happening. Either we decide to get lovey-dovey because it's Valentine's or people break up way before Valentine's get there so they ain't got to worry about no gift. So I'm not saying <laughs> either is right. But, you know, some people are just smart about it. they like, look, I'm not, you know, I'm not going through that. So let's break, break up now and then I ain't got to worry about no gift or anything. But then the funny thing is, after you do that, then you go looking for that person again after Valentine's. So yeah, we have some. She has some very interesting views, and I just love it. I, I just enjoy those, those type of shows because you know we get a chance just to talk, and you know talking hear what other people say um, about what's going on out there. You're listening live with a man in mirror with. Your co your host, Hezekiah Montgomery and co host Michelle Johnson. We are celebrating two years. Come join us, have some fun with us. We are celebrating two years, which the celebration is actually September October seventeenth. But we are here celebrating tonight because our show airs on Friday nights. So we're just here having a good having a good time. And with that said, I want to um, actually um, go back in and just bring up something, you know, bring up something that um, that the Lord told me to actually play. 
Because when you're going through, and as we're going through, we're all going through something. And it's a song. Sometimes we don't understand our worth. Sometimes we don't know what to do. Sometimes we just don't, you know, know how to feel when we're going through. And being two years on the air, you know, sometimes you just like, okay, what's going on? I, you know, I remember having a time when someone actually didn't show up or call up or say, well, I ain't going to make it. I'm not going to do the show. So it's, it's an experience of like be, what the words say, be also ready in season, out of season. So when you're expecting somebody to come on your show, and that was the first time that ever happened, and it'll be the last time too in the show. But anyway, that was the first time that ever happened. And yeah. the person didn't even call. I'm not going to say any names. Sometimes you want to. No, so don't, do don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know, because, you know, that's that's not the Christian thing to do. But, you know, you know, sometimes when you're producing your show, you, when you watch the shows and the radio shows and stuff on television, you try to say, what do they do when things happen or when things don't go right? And sometimes it was they had a bloopers on there. Well, that was a blooper to me. It's like the joke was on me that night, but that's okay. Then the Lord, you know, Lord gave me something to talk about before the show was supposed to start. But that's okay, because many times when you're when we are in this walk with God, there's going to be those valleys, there's going to be those hills, there's going to be those hiccups, and that was the hiccups. But you, we still have to keep moving on. We still have to keep trudging. We still have to keep, you know, stomping the ground and just getting out and do it. So what I could have said, well, since they didn't show up in the show, I could have said, well, we're not going to have a show. But, no, we can't do that because when the Lord gives you something to do, it's not dependent upon who shows up. The word says, but two or more are gathered in my name, there will I be in the midst. It didn't say something like, well, when they don't show up, it's like the pastor of a church. If, you know, if the church don't, if everybody don't show up, do you shut the church down you don't preach? No. If he gave you something to preach, you still got to preach. You still have to preach. And that's what God tells us when that, when you're going through, you still have to do it. Is it easy? No. Do you understand? Nope. But when you have a show or when you have an, a job or an assignment, I won't even just say a show. When you have an assignment that the Lord has given you to do, all things are going to come against you. When I say all, I mean all. I can attest to that. Everything that can will come against you, but you either Stand up, get yourself together. After, you know, they start coming, you know, you got those fiery darts, you got to dodge them left, right, up, down. You got to get your matrix on. You know, that's, I was trying to think about, you got to get your matrix on and dodge those fiery darts, but you got to keep it moving. So when those things start happening, I'm like, okay, Lord, what is going on? Because he's trying to tell, tell me, get your matrix on, because you're going to have to, a lot of stuff is coming at you. Because this is a new thing. We've been we've had a perpetual praise Friday since the beginning of the year. Every third Friday, we've just been praising the Lord, good, bad, or indifferent. We praise the Lord. Because, again, when David said, I will bless the Lord at all times, many times, you know, when you wake up, do you feel like prayer? 
You feel like talking to people. Sometimes when you wake up, you just want to be left alone. Sometimes when you wake up, you don't even want to talk to nobody. But I love that verse because all encompasses a lot. When you say all, that means everything. That means everything. And I'm looking up the definition all and um, the whole entire total amount, quantity, or extent of every member or part of the whole number of the sum. That means everything. I will bless the Lord at you know at all times. Now people think you know I bless the Lord at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woe well, is me. Are you going to praise Him? Are you going to praise Him? You know when things are going good. Anybody can do that. So what happens when the bill collectors are constantly calling the show? What you do? You better praise them still. That's what I did. <laughs> what happens, you know, when the children are just getting on your nerves? What you do? It happened today. I praise, I praise the Lord. <laughs> hey, what, what, what we do when that boss is getting on our nerves? Or what do we do when just everything seems to be just not going right? And I've come up with this theory that when things seem not to be going right, then God is trying to set God is going to set you up for something spectacular. Now the devil knows that. This is the secret. The devil knows these things. Or oh, he's peak and I know you're gonna laugh, but he peeks into our futures and knows that God has a plan for us. And he's getting like that mission impossible because with all with God, all things are possible. But he gets on, he, he gets, who plays that character in Mission Impossible? Michelle? I was trying to think. Um, Tom Cruise? Tom yeah, Cruise. he gets, Satan gets, Satan gets his Tom Cruise on and starts, you know, he starts setting up traps, setting up, you know, obstacles, because, you know, Tom Cruise gets in, and whatever Tom Cruise gets in, he gets out. And Mission Impossible, you can say anything. He'll get in, get out, regardless of what it looked like. We think he's going down, he's going down, man, and he keeps it going. So Satan gets his Tom Cruise on and starts that, that mission that he thinks, okay, we're going we're gonna to get Hezekiah, we're going to get Michelle. We're gonna, you know, all those guests that we've had on our shows, and we've had a lot of guests, um, all those guests that we have on our show, he goes after them because everybody that has been on Man in the Mirror has a story. It started off with my book, and now it ends up with a blog talk radio show or online radio show, whatever you call it. It starts off with real people, real stories, real overcoming. The thing is that we have to overcome. That's what we forget about. We have to overcome. That's the main thing we forget about. The Lord wants us to overcome. He doesn't want us to He doesn't want us to actually get stuck where we're at. He wants us to overcome. That's his thing. Now Satan don't want us to overcome. He wants us to get stuck where we're at. 
He wants us to get stuck where we're at. But again, that is why, you know, Christ came, you know. And I was talking to uh, a a friend of mine earlier this week, and he said, thanks, actually last week. And he said, because this is something that people forget. Everybody, Michelle, remembers John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life, right? Everybody, you know, everybody quotes that scripture, right? Amen. Everybody can, everybody quotes that scripture. But the one thing that they forgot, and this is going to be the new international version, it's the one verse that follows that. Sometimes, you know, when I was learning scripture from my pastor way in Philadelphia, and he said, you got to read the scripture before and the scripture after. Read the scripture before and the scripture after so you can understand, as, you know, what's going on. Verse 14, uh, verse 14, through 14 and 15 says, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone believeth may have eternal life. So that's preparing you for the Son of Man has to be lifted up. He had to die. So those verses, you know, just as that snake, and if I'm correct, when that snake was lifted up, as long as that snake was up, people were they're living. But as soon as the snakes went down, then people started, you know, dying. But I'm going to look that up for the next show. Just as Moses lifted up the snakes in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Then it goes on, for God so loved the world that he gave is one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. But this is the most important verse, another important verse that people forget. So we condemn people every day. We condemn people every day. We look at people, you know, in our mind we are condemning them. But he says, for God did not send his son in the world to condemn the world. So if God did not send Christ into the world to condemn the world, who are we? But to save the world through him. And uh, King James says, For God did not send his son into the world, condemn the world through him, um, may, might be saved. So basically, you know, we forget about that 17th verse. We definitely forget about that 17th verse. Um, and I'm actually going to look up the 17th verse. So we have it. Uh, it says, "For God, God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved." So, for all of us, once in a while, we get in our mind that we're going to condemn somebody, or we, you know, we may not like them. So, who are we? If God didn't send Christ in the world to condemn us, who are we? To condemn anybody, and I got one. I got another verse that the Lord gave me as I was going through my struggles. Romans um, eight one. Romans eight one, and it says, "Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus." So again, if Christ 
if, as long as we are in Christ, there is no condemnation. So if you put those two verses together, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved, then that was, um, and John, now Paul talks about it when he's talking about, therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus in Romans 8.1. So we really, you know, have to be careful, you know, when we, you know, fall back and try to condemn somebody for what's going on in their life or what they did or what happened to them. Because, you know, I wrote this, you know, I wrote this, um, you know, in my book throughout. And I said, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And it also talks about, hey, we hear this all, you know, we, and this is one of my favorite scriptures that God had given me. Um, favor is it God without sin built the first stone. So many times we try to condemn people. We try to get at, go after people. We try to, you know, get people for everything they've done in their past, but we can't do it, people. You know, two years in this, the Lord has really taught me a lot. Two years of listening to different people's stories, where Christ has brought them from. And sometimes we think we're the only ones to be caught up in something. We're the only ones who have fallen. We're the only ones who messed up. But in two years, and I thank the Lord for two years, of listening to these stories, and even when I'm out on the street and talking to people and listening to people, you know, in Baltimore, it's like sometimes we think that we're the only ones who have gone through something. You know, many times we think we're the only ones who have gone through something, but we're not. We're not in the show. We are not the only ones who have been um, going through something. So I just thank, thank the Lord for that. Thank the Lord for this show because I've learned that, guess what, I wasn't the only one that went through something. Everybody has gone through something, and they have overcome. I don't like the word survive. You have overcome it. You know, I don't like the word survive. You have overcome it. And once we overcome, then we keep going. And that's what the devil doesn't like. He doesn't want us to overcome. He wants us to get caught up in it. He wants to continue. He wants us to continue getting caught up in the things of life. But that's never going to happen. I won't say never because I learned that lesson a long time ago. But he wants us to realize that, hey, you know what? I got you. I got you. I got you. In two years, you still standing. And there's one song that I like. It's called You're Bigger. And we're, I'm going to play that. I'm definitely going to play that, you know, tonight because it shows us that God is bigger than anything that has gone on. We're going to take a little break. Um, we're almost at the halfway mark, and we're going to take a little break. And then we're going to um, come back with a couple words from our sponsors, Music Instruction for Our Learners, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 410-370-7105 to set an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our new and improved website at www.leafstyleinc.org. Thank you. And we are also having a recital performance fundraiser. Please help us raise money um, for Mifel Inc. as we're moving forward into 2017. New year, new musicians. Log into our website again at www.mifelinc.org and go into the event right. Get your tickets $25 for adults, $12.50 for children under 13. And we're looking for sponsors to put ads in our souvenir program. 
So please check it out, and we hope to see you there. Thank you. Another sponsor is the Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and not uh, motivate the lives of full-figured men, full-figured women. Excuse me. Curvy chicks are boss chicks too. Not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on the face of Curvy Facebook at Curvy Boss Project and their website at www.curvyboss.com. We're going to take a little break. I want you guys to listen to this song and just remember that whatever you're going through, the words just trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct thy path. And just remember, we'll be back after this song called You're Bigger Than. You're Bigger.
know he's an opposer. So he's not going to tell me the truth. So anytime the devil tells me I'm not something, I always say I am that. Anytime the devil tells me I am something, I always say I'm not that. I know that God is bigger. Live with Man in the Mirror with your host Hezekiah L. Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson as we are celebrating our second year anniversary show of Man in the Mirror. Woohoo! I'm just thanking the Lord, Michelle, for everything He has done. You know, for for Man in the Mirror, all the people who have you know been on the show, all the lives, you know, you know, all the friends that have been listening. And the people are still telling me that, you know, they're listening to the show. They're, you know, they go back and listen to some of the old shows. Um, there's a lot of them now, plus, you know, we're still adding more. So, you know, I just continue to think, you know, I, you know, you know, I just want to humble myself, you know, for the Lord because, you know, he planted the seed. And many times when he plants those seeds, he wants us to nurture, nurture that seed that he plants in us. And when we, you know, follow and let that seed grow, that seed can grow into something beautiful, you know, that a beautiful flower, a beautiful show, whatever God has planted inside you. When he plants that, you know, if you have a story and he plants that seed to write a book, hint, hint, he wants you to write that book. You know, when he, plants that seed inside you to do something else, he wants you to do it. There's a reason why he wants you to do it. And many of us procrastinate on some of those things. I'm just going to keep it real. Many of us procrastinate on those things that the Lord wants us to do. You know, we wallow around, you know, we make excuses for everything. You know, people ask me, and I'm going to keep it real. People ask me, well, I want to write a book. I said, well, have you started writing? They say, no. I said, well, it don't take a lot of effort. Everybody say they're so busy. So I'm like, okay, even if you take a half hour out of the day or a few minutes to write something, that seed is in you. You ain't got to do a lot of work. When I wrote my first novel, and I'm working on my second one now, when I wrote my first novel, it's like it took me several years, but it was off. And on writing It wasn't sitting down there Those people that tell me they can write a book in one night I'm like yeah right <laughs> Yeah but What I'm saying is if there's something you want to do Stop making excuses Of I can't write I don't have the time I'm sure if you sit down and that's inside Your head and you give As the Lord to anoint you In your writing Then you know all you have to do Is let him do it and it will come to pass. I mean, you sit down around a little bit. That's all I did. Got my little coffee on. Got my little, you know, cinnamon crunch Danish cinnamon crunch bagel over at um over at um Panera Bread. 
many nights I sat there typing, have a little movie on, but I was writing the book. I it didn't take I didn't stay there forever. I'd be at McDonald's writing the book. So I would just take a little bit of that time. Life was still happening. If I tell you some of the stories of things that was going on in my life while I was trying to get that book out, she's like, well, that man, how'd you ever get it out? But I had to just continue, continue. I had to keep persevering. I had to keep persevering. I had to keep persevering. And I like what a buddy of mine said this morning. I'm going to give a shout-out to Antonio Schroeder. Now, he was talking about, and I'm actually going to I'll put it in the event page. He actually um, talked about ugly doors. And many times when people look at the, you know, people look at an ugly door and they don't want to go through it because they're like, there's nothing new, nothing nice coming out that out that door. But when they look at the beautiful doors and find out, oh, that's the door I want, meaning a job or marriage or whatever that beautiful door was. You know, people buy new cars today, Michelle, and they get to be lemons. They buy new cars today, and they recalling them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a beautiful car, but they got recalls on that beautiful new car that you paid $38,000 for. They're recalling 200000 of them. So could you imagine? Because it's those ugly doors. Sometimes you have to look at the ugly door because sometimes that ugly door may have something beautiful behind it. But you want door number one. Like, let's make a deal. Do you want what's behind door number one, door number two, or door number three? And we never know what God will have us because we always look at the beautiful door. All those who've been in those relationships, that beautiful door, oh, he fine, she fine. And that's the worst thing that ever happened to you because you chose that beautiful door. But then there's the opposite side. You know, the door may not look that good, but you choose that door. And you open that door, you find out, wow. Because sometimes we put so much on what it looks like instead of trying to find out what is deep down inside of what's going on right there. And I thought, I said, you know, I had to put that up on my vision board because I had to, you know what, we, you know, I like that analogy. I mean, that brother, that brother man, hit it right on, hit it right on, you know, hit it right on the nose. It's like, what doors are we looking at? What are we looking at in our life? When struggles come, when it gets hard, yeah, is it easy trying to produce a show? You know, is it easy trying to do it for two years in a row? Uh, no. You know, if you would have told me this, I like I said, like, okay, I ain't got that kind of time. But if the Lord gives you a mission and the Lord allows you to do something, then you say, you know what? I don't care what it looks like, Lord. I don't like that door, but I'm going to stick with that door right there. Amen. I'm going to stick with that door right there. And I'm actually going to put that because he, he had a good point. I just want to make sure I got it, got it right so people can hear that because that was true understanding. It's like, what are we looking at? You know, when God has a mission for you, when God has a destination for you, this is not our final destination. 
You know, this is just the beginning of something. I found this, and we're trying to make it to heaven every day. We are trying to make it to heaven every day. We're, are, we, are we doing it perfectly every day? No. Will we get there if we keep living right and keep, you know, be, you know, obedience is better sacrifice if we're very obedient and do what the Lord has us to do? Yes, we'll get there. But we have to, you know, keep our eyes on the prize. Keep our eyes on the prize, and that's Jesus Christ. I like, um, in another favorite scripture, Michelle, that the Lord gave me a long time ago, is in Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1, 1 through 9. And that says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all the people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them. To the Israelites, I will give you every place where you set your foot. As I promised Moses, your territory will be extended from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, and all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea and the West. No one will be able to stand against you in all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. And the Lord just gave that to me. No, uh, it says no one will be able to stand against you. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead the people and inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Again, he says, be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey all the law. Now, is it? Yeah, yeah, be strong and courageous, but be careful to obey all the law. My servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you get, go. Keep this book of the law always in your lips, talking about the word of God. Meditate on it day and night. Again, meditate on the word of God. Keep it with you all your life. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do everything written in it. Be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not, have I not commanded you? Again, three times she said this. Be strong. Now, is that being strong and courageous easy? Honestly, no. Because that fear, false evidence appearing real, starts to set in. When things don't look right, when things are a little uptight, when the money is funny, when you got too many bills and, and your money's not stretching, yeah, it looks like when the kids are, you know, acting crazy, looking stupid at you, and you're looking stupid at them, and they, you know, doing whatever they want to do, thinking they're grown. You know, you're, you're, you're almost three times the age or twice the age, and they still, our kids are just crazy. They think they know more than us, and they just bunch of puppies. But again, you still have to be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Now, I'm happy. This two years was, uh, it was a long haul. It wasn't something I ever thought I was going to be doing. But again, we are here. I think this is show number 111, and we still got more to go. I got, <coughs> excuse me, I have some more guests that I'm getting ready post their, you know, post, post their um, shows up. So we're going to continue to look for bigger and better things. We have another Perpetual Praise Friday next year, next week because, again, 
we are going to a season. Everybody in our life, we all have a season, a season of struggle, a season of planting those those seeds man planting in us, a season when the Lord has said, you know what, you are almost out. You are almost out. You are almost out. But it's up to you if you give up now and say, you know what, I can't deal with this. Or you can say, you know what, I'm going to keep going. Be like the little tra- that little train we you know that little train chugga 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 little I I think I can I think I can I think I can I know I can I know I can I can do this I can do this we have to keep moving we have to keep that train moving we have under eleven under actually under eleven minutes left of the show great show you know you know just I was just enjoying it just talking. Praising God, thanking the Lord for everything He's done. Michelle, any more remarks on your end? I just wanted to say that I am super excited to be on this journey with you, and I have enjoyed it. I kind of, if you want to say, came reluctantly. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) On this journey. But uh, I have certainly been blessed. I have been blessed um, by just by us doing this, period. Uh, and then I've been blessed by, and I'm sure I said this during our first anniversary, but it's continued to be the case. I've been blessed by the feedback that I have gotten from, you know, different people, um, you know, sometimes because people can listen um, online or they can call in, or they can go in the chat rooms, or they can go in the Facebook chat, um, the different things we have going on. So, you know, people are all over the place listening, and then sometimes we can't even see who's listening, you know, per se. And then I start getting feedback, you know, after the shows are over, and people are just talking about how the show blessed them and, and um, how they were listening in. So that really, you know, blesses my soul that anything that I'm involved in and doing is being a blessing to someone else. So that is just one of the greatest that I have gained from this show and from being a part of it. And uh, and then also just the, if you want to call it the partnership with yourself that we have and the back and forth and the fun we have with, with the guests and all of that. It's, it's been really awesome. I, I can't believe that <laughs> it's been two years. Now, that's, like, amazing. Like, I don't even believe it. But um, I, I'm excited, and I'm excited for what God is really going to do going forward as well. I'm excited for that and how he's going to bless the show itself and then also you with the things that he has. Uh, coming forth from you. So uh, I'm just extremely, you know, blessed and, and excited for moving forward, what's going to, you know, happen. And uh, I just invite our listening audience to just keep listening in and, and call in and, and you know, add your two cents into the shows, you know, when when we're able to, you know, get everybody on for comment and, and just, you know, go back and listen to some old, if you missed any, Go back and listen to some old shows um, and to any of our guests uh, in the chat room or um, in the in the uh, call queue, if you want to call it that. Um, if you're listening in and you'd like to say something, 
Um, if you're in the chat room, you can call in or you can post it in the chat room. Uh, and if you are in the call queue, you can press the number one on your keypad and you can uh, make a comment or say something, whatever you wanted to do. But I'm just excited about what God is doing. I love to see how God works things out. I see somebody on. I don't know. I'm trying to get him to tell us about those doors. You know, Mr. Um, oh, he's going to talk. So I'll let you, you know, this is Hezekiah um, Montgomery and Michelle Johnson. I want Mr. Um, Antonio Schroeder to um, tell us about those the doors he was talking about this morning because he was, that prophet was just speaking to my spirit this morning. So oh, I'm going to take over that part, Michelle, if you don't go, mind. Go ahead. You know. Go ahead. Work it out. God bless you. Um, my dear, God bless you, Prophet. Yes, God bless you. I'm so glad you came on because I mentioned what you said about those doors on the show because it spoke to me. So, um, again, this is Hezekiah Montgomery, our co-host. She, you know, mentioned um, she said something. So, Michelle Johnson, just talk to the um, listening audience and give us your name and you know who you are and where you worship up and just tell us about. Um, the doors, because those doors really spoke, you know, to me this morning. Amen. Amen. Well, first of all, it's an honor to be um, um, to be able to utilize this platform um, just to just to give God glory in some um, form or another. So it is an honor to be on here. Um, one of the things I, you know, the Lord it resonated in my spirit this morning, actually, to be exact. And um, one of the things I think we all have a, a frustrating problem with is having coping skills um, and trying to adapt to um, different elements of life, um, trying to, and there's always a question there. There's always a question there wondering why is this um, happening or why is this door not opening? And, and, and sometimes we look at doors um, so differently, you know. And, um, and, and one of the things I said today was I said that we have to, take it upon ourselves to understand that everything in our lives and everything that happens to our lives and everything that happens in our lives, it was purposed by God, number one. And secondly, it is, uh, it, it is, it is structured with a kingdom agenda. Even the, even the most frustrated, cataclysmic, crazy confusion was even kingdom. I know it sounds crazy, but a lot of, uh, if you look in the scripture, it was it was even confusion and in, 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 it was some confusion with kingdom uh, alongside that. In other words, it was something birthed from out of that. Um, so what I was saying was, as far as doors are concerned, sometimes we look at the visual. That's what we do. So when we look at st- certain things, we like wow, that we expect doors to look so bright and looks to be like it's giving us a telegraph, you know, objective, you know, uh, to give us some type of preview about what our blessing should look like. But most of our blessings, look the door look awful. It doesn't look good. I, I, I don't. I, I never knew a successful person. <laughs> I never knew a successful person that just seen just seen a door uh, so easy, um, and they never really work hard for it. I mean, I, I was using an example of Moses. I was using an example um, 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 of of certain particular individuals in the biblical where you literally had to 
look at it from a different scale because, like I was using for example, like um, now some folks been married before. Some people have said, "Why did I marry this person? Um, why did I go through this situation?" And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> and unfortunately, that was a particular pretty door that looks uh, pretty <laughs> well. Well, we're not going to go there today. We're not going to go there tonight because I'm touching some folks. I'm touching, <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting somebody's block, but let's be, though. I mean, we look at doors as eye candy. That's our problem. And most of the time, the blessing is going to be when we can take the scales from off our eyes and say, you know what? Through this mess, there is something behind that door, and the beauty of the the beauty of it because Jesus himself um, um, is is is, is, in, is is recorded that he wasn't the most attractive person there is. Yet they had a, this guy looking like he had a permanent hair, he had long straight hair, everything looked at all nice, and you know mm. he did not appear to look like the agended Messiah. Yet mm. at the same time, it was something that came from out of him. And 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 so the, the 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 my point is the fact that through the door, the ugly door now, it's beauty behind it. It really is. And we yeah. gotta stop thinking how God gonna bring it to us and you know, and we gotta grind. We got to let me tell you something. Uh um the Israelites before they went to the promised land, if it was that easy, they would have been went there and they would have been there already, but they had to go through a proven stage. There's a proven that we have to do. Like, God, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not going anywhere. I'm in this thing. And what you have in store for me, you have anointed my hands. You have a, you given me an anointed brain. And there is some Holy Ghost behind what I'm doing. So when we begin to look at this from a different perspective, we will, go on, we will bun rush and nothing will stop us. And one thing about it, consistency is the best key. Because one something it seems like we just give up, man, and and our coping ability based off of what we have been raised, how we've been raised, what we have been taught, and we've seen our mamas do it, our daddy do it. We've seen situations where we've had some not so consistency in our, you know, in our examples. So we have to be able to be mm-hmm. the trainers so that our children and our children's children say, you know what, my dad is successful. And I'm going to, and you, have you ever seen a successful family where it seemed like the daddy was successful, the mom, everybody, was, even a cat was successful. Everybody was just. You know, and I'm like, why is that? It's because someone had set the trailblazing pattern, the blueprint, where, where the fragrance begin to begin to, 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 to follow and begin to just smear, smear upon the children. You know what I mean? And we uh-huh. got to see the DNA, the, the, the DNA of what we have, or what we introduce is going to be predicated on what we push. You know what I mean? And what we can begin to remove mm-hmm. our eyes from. So we, it, it, I'm going to tell you, God began to show me a revelation of this, and I'm going to tell you something. Stop being in fear about. Well, I hope my I hope, I hope Johnny can stay out of jail. Man, I hope my I hope my daughter won't get pregnant. Uh, it, it, we 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 what what we're doing is that we we're, we're pro we're putting pro, pro stated uh, 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 
uh, uh, uh, inconsistencies and post-stated uh, lack of fear. It's almost like it's a fear there. Um, and wow. and, it, and we, we, we have to stop doing that. And God is saying, I'm trying in this season to retrain the brain and say, this is not how I think. And so we can get out of that pattern. I'm going to tell you, more, more, more businesses is going to be, um, is going to be birthed out of it. Uh, um, we'll be able to handle situations. Whenever there's tragedy or situations that's happening, we'll be able to remove and, and, and be able to facilitate it and galvanize it with way more of a, of a, of a, of a firm foundation than what we did in the past. So, we, like, God is really he's changing the, the origin of how we do things now. And it starts with us. And, 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 and it, 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 yes, it does start when we have to, you know, well, it don't take all that. Sometimes it does take all that. Sometimes it takes for you mm-hmm. to get, up, get out your bed in the morning and just start a pattern. Maybe it's maybe start with your diet. Maybe it starts with your health. Maybe it starts with you saying, I love you to your children. Maybe it starts um, from there. Maybe it starts with you just um, speaking life to you every day and say, you know what? You're going to do this. You're going to do this, uh, Annette. You're going to do this, Tony. You're you going to make this happen. We have to set these bars, and we got to train our brain because we have to be retrained. I don't care how anointed Holy Ghost mm-hmm. still we are. Most of us are holy. we speaking in tongues and everything, you know. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. when all that fails, we still have to be able to, 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 to present application. That's what it's, it's, it's key, application. It, 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 it bursts out a habit. We have to be uh, we have to be habitual. We have to be consistent. So I'm sorry. Oh, don't apologize. But that but don't that, apologize because like I said, you spoke to me this morning. It's like wow, that was right on for those doors. And like you said, the funny part is we get in trouble when we think doors supposed to be so cute, and then we we all we go back. Why did we open that door? You know, like Pandora's <laughs> box. Sometimes we wish we can just close that door back. <laughs> Amen. Yes, that's right. That's right. But it's a reason for the doors. It really is. It's a reason for no. the doors, and and it's a reason for it. If it was not so, God would not even allowed it. So um, you know, it, it, it's it's just a purpose for it. It's a purpose for everything. We just have to choose wisely from now on. Well, I I want to thank you because hey. this is this is actually something that we were saying on a couple of shows ago. I can't remember what the show was, but we were actually talking about part of what you were saying about how, you know, everything was predestined. God knew us from the things we would do and our expected uh, path and and all of that. He knows it. He knew it before we were even formed in the womb. And so everything that happens and that that's what we were so I, I just thank you for the confirmation because everything that happens yes it it is all part of a plan to where God has for us to go that's right so that's right. I, I thank you for that confirmation definitely God bless you I think that was last week's show we entitled I know was that just last week okay I think that was just last week. We were, you know, we we were talking about that. It's like he knows us. That's right. He knows us when we're intertwined in the womb. He knows what he has. Now, we may not know what's going on because we know you. We want to try to know what's going on, everything. Yeah, I know thy thy plans. He knows our plans. 
you know, he, you know, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. I know the plans that I have for you. So he knows Come what now. It's it's for us to try to try to get there. You know, we go through over with over riding through the bush to bush to grandmother's house. We go, we go, we get like the um, it was a forty year journey. You know, it normally took eleven days. So we get That's like right. the Israelites, if I'm correct. Yeah. Forty year journey. It's only 11, It should only took eleven days. But it took him it forty years, and it, it it took him eleven. It took him forty years to take an eleven day journey. But that's how we get because we think you know, we we know God's plans. But if we continue, as you know, the prophet said, we have to continue in Him and stop always worrying about those pretty doors because them pretty doors get you in trouble. <laughs> but, <laughs> but again, I. But again, Prophet, I thank you for coming on the show tonight. I'm going to ask um, Michelle, you know, we're going to do something different tonight. And Michelle, close us out in prayer, and then um, I'll, you know, say a couple of closing remarks from then, and then we'll just all have a, a blessed two, you know, sec- I'm glad you came on tonight because this is our second anniversary show. You know, I, it's actually on the 17th, but since the show's on a Friday, we did it tonight. So it was an honor to have you on tonight because you really blessed us. Oh, bless you. It's an honor. It really is. I appreciate you. All right, Michelle, go ahead and close this out. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for being an awesome God, Lord God. We thank you for being a mighty God, mighty in our lives, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for our past, our purpose, Lord God. We thank you for trials and tribulations because we know all things work for our good, Lord God. Lord God, we just ask you to bless each and every one that's under the sound of my voice, Lord God. Bless Hezekiah, bless the prophet, Lord God, for coming and adding your word, Lord God, and adding that into the mix uh, with what you have given us as well, Lord God. And we just thank you, Lord God. We just ask that you bless even the listening audience, Lord God. We we thank you, Lord God, for each and every one of them that listens in, Lord God, that comments, that that puts uh, comments in the in the chat room, Lord God just for being a part, Lord God, in this ministry, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God, for all things. Thank you for all blessings, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in our lives, Lord God, for our expected end, Lord God, that you know, Lord God, and we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask, Lord, anyone who's in need of anything, that's listening in, Lord God, and even who's not listening in, Lord God, we just ask you to bless them, Lord God. We ask you to keep them, Lord God. Lord God, we just ask you to comfort them, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. We thank you. We again thank you guys for joining us tonight for our second anniversary show of Man in the Mirror. This has been Hezekiah L. Montgomery signing off, and as always, we'll see you at the Mirror.